we wrap up Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number two. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part two of Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide number two, and the pressure's on. Mike Schmitz, Mark Fuccio, and Jeff Gamut now have to do round three and four picks, and there's always the pressure to outdo the other guy just a little bit and maybe make their picks just a little bit better. So let's go back and let the panel make the picks. Jeff, mm-hmm. what are you going to do for round three? I, I'm going to bring to you my most expensive pick, and it's still under $200. Um, so I, I'm i bringing you the Audio Engine D1 uh, DAC digital to analog converter. It's $169. And I knew that I wanted to uh, to bring a DAC to my list. And I was actually torn between all the different DACs that, that I have, because clearly I have a problem. Um, and, uh, and I decided to go with this one because I think it's the most versatile at a really good price point. And so it gives you, uh, it's a 24-bit DAC, and uh, you plug it in USB, you don't need drivers, and it gives you 96 kilohertz. And uh, if you do, if you have optical as an option out from your computer, then it goes up to three, three hundred. Uh, if I had it right in front of me, the notes would be billion, like, like three eighty four, I think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now the DAC that's built into your Mac, it will do uh, ninety four kilohertz. I believe yes, nine, uh, ninety-four kilohertz. So, in that sense, you're looking at numbers where where you can be saying, "Well, it's just the same. Why would the, why would I want this?" And it's because the the digital to analog converter system that's in the D1 is higher quality than what you have in your Mac. Plus, it gives you uh, RCA out, so you can go right to uh, to speakers and. Uh, and it also has a headphone jack on the front and volume control. And it's it's wonderfully versatile. And it sounds great. And um, and I have one sitting on the floor right over there. Um, so you can use it with your Mac. Um, if you have a PC, you can use it with that. You can use it with an iPhone or an iPad, but they don't have enough power through their port to be able to power this. So you'd have to plug it into a USB powered USB hub first, and then go from the hub into your iPhone or iPad. Um, And then this would take over for the DAC that's built into those devices and uh, give you a a excellent, excellent audio quality, better than, than what you can get from your iPhone or iPad directly, which is saying something because the DAC that's, that's built in to Apple devices is really nice. So, okay. So you're saying this you know, powers speakers directly. So this is not you know, sort of like a preamp that you put into a power amp to drive your speakers. This can, it has enough oomph to drive speakers directly. If they're small speakers. Um, okay. So uh, the, I have, when I use mine, I have it running to powered speakers, so the amp is in the speakers itself. Okay. And um, <clears throat> yeah, but, but yeah, so if you if you plug this into a set of uh, of high end speakers that really need power, it's not going to work because it doesn't have enough power for that. Okay, got it. And and I will just second that just the 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 purchase of any DAC um, of of a decent quality makes a huge difference in your music coming, especially now that Apple's offering lossless. It's yes. It's honestly staggering what the difference is. Um, if you if you're into it and really if you're if you're listening casually from twenty feet away while, you know, doing your laundry, it's you know, <laughs> it probably doesn't make it any difference. But if yeah. if you if you really sit down and enjoy music, this is the way to go. 
it, it, yeah, it, it's really nice. And like I said, uh, of all the different DACs that I have, this is the one that I think is is great as just the the all around pick, simply because it has so many uh, options just built right into it. And because people learn by repetition, tell us the tell us the name, where you bought it, and price once again. Of course. So this is the Audio Engine D1 24-bit DAC. And I would recommend instead of buying it from the Audio Engine website, buy it off of Amazon because Audio Engine, they actually sell directly through Amazon as well. If you go to buy it on the Audio Engine website, it lists out of stock. But when you bring it up on Amazon, it's typically in stock all the time. So I you know how however you decide that uh, that decision works is up to you but um you can get it almost anytime you want off of amazon's website cool and it's still coming straight from audio engine excellent excellent picture mark fuccio this is round three Round three. Well, I have a quick one. I, I was thinking of you know, talking about you know amazing software, you know, and you know, great software. But because of something Jeff said, you know, I had my backup just in case. And the whole idea here is you get a port, uh, or you get you know an adapter that uh, USB, and many of them, if you get the right ones, you can plug a power supply into it. So then you can plug the USB-C connection into your i you know, into your iPad, as well as you know you know the uh, you know Audio Engine's D1 DAC, and it can be powered by the power supply. You don't have to worry about you know sucking down the battery life you know of uh, the finite battery life inside of uh, your iPad. So you know this this is I guess a lot of benefits of a lot of these USB-C devices is. There's different generations of USB specs, but I think you know, at a minimum they have to drive 60 or 65, and then maybe it's 96 watts, depending on the generation. So um, you, know, you get a hub, you get an external port you know, that uh, gives you all the connectivity to all sorts of other devices, you know, various USB-C, you know, you know, uh, you know, other uh, you know, USB devices, uh, HDMI adapters, et cetera, but also it can power your device. So that's my idea. You know, the one I mentioned was you know, one I have from J5 Create. Uh, there are many other uh, companies that uh, you know, have them. You know, the key thing is, you know, as we're all moving to you know, some of the new Macs that are all USB-C based, and we either have two or four ports, it's not a lot of ports. You know, and this is a way that you can connect and get all your you know, relatively low bandwidth uh, peripherals like that uh, Modi you know, wrote a podcaster, Mike, I think that Jeff is uh, speaking to right now. Uh, you know, it's a great mm -hmm. way to you know, get connectivity to all of your devices, and yet you can still get you know, the benefit of you using, you know, the new uh, Apple, uh, you know, uh, M1-based uh, Macs that uh, all have USB-C ports. And with that, back to the Master Santa. The Master Santa will add one um, one comment on that, uh, that Mark picked a good one because it has the cable connecting to it. Um, and I, I bring this up every year because sooner or later somebody brings one of the little dock attachments up that offers some of these same ports, but they plug in flush against the side of your Mac. And what happens is if you wear, if you, if you use, uh, if you wear, yeah, if you if you use any kind of case on your MacBook or MacBook Pro, then the the connections don't go in far enough, and the thing is useless. So you have to peel that big that case that is intended to be there long term. You have to peel it off the bottom of your Mac to use it, or if you get a Dremel, yeah, you can you can <laughs> file it away if you want. But that's really not a great thing to do. Um, so yeah, get always get one with just a little short cable. Um, it seems like it seems like you would want to go the other direction, but go ahead and do it just once, and you'll never buy one of those again. You will always buy something with a short cable. So good, excellent pick, Mark. Excellent pick. 
Mike, pressure's on you for round three. Are you staying iPad many? Oh boy. Uh, not necessarily. I am going to recommend a mechanical keyboard. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Uh, Tell us. Oh, I, 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 I don't want you to talk about this. Just stop. <laughs> please, please, please don't do this to me. Well, the one I'm going to recommend is actually what I consider to be the best bargain out there for mechanical keyboards. And that is the Keychron Q1 custom mechanical keyboard. So Keychron has made mechanical keyboards that have been lower priced than a lot of the really crazy keyboards. You could get a good one for 80 bucks. MKBHD kind of made the Keychron K2 really popular. So that's maybe where people have heard the name before. But this Q1 is their first kind of premium keyboard. So the difference between this is that it is solid metal. It's it's significantly heavier than any of the other Keychron keyboards, and I've had several of them. This thing weighs at least twice as much as the one that I replaced it with. Um, the other thing about this is that you can customize it using some open source software called VIA. So basically what that allows you to do is actually program like macros. If you're familiar with Keyboard Maestro, for example, you can program different things for key combinations. You can actually do that kind of stuff into the keyboard itself, which is kind of crazy and opens up a whole bunch of automation. So for example, there's different layers and you can press a key to roll over temporarily to a second layer. And then you could have a key that simulates a whole bunch of other key presses, uh, but it doesn't use up that key on your keyboard because you can go back and forth between those layers with a, uh, a modifier key. I'm not sure if that makes a whole ton of sense, but basically what it does is it gives you a whole bunch more options for automating things on your on your computer. In addition to being like a really significant keyboard with some premium quality materials you can get like the brass backplate and all that it comes with this premium USB-C cable uh, the price for this with some Gateron switches which are, are decent uh, the brown switches are the ones that I started with and then the keycaps which you can definitely find better keycaps and better switches but the ones that come with it are uh, are perfectly fine as a starting point so you can buy that whole keyboard pre-assembled for $169. Now, the keyboard that is directly equivalent to this, that if you are uh, in the mechanical keyboard world, you'll see people compare it to, is called the GMMK Pro. I just priced out the GMMK Pro. It has the exact same number of keys, a lot of the exact same materials. If you price out the GMMK Pro with what Keychron gives you, it is $357.93. And in my opinion, the Keychron is actually the better keyboard, which is why this is kind of crazy that uh, this is, um, the, the keyboard world's kind of freaking out about this because it's it's a premium keyboard, but it's much more affordable than uh, a lot of the stuff that's that's been out there previously. Yes, it's still expensive at $169. I'm not trying to say that. That's not a ton of money for a keyboard. Uh, but you can actually spend quite a bit more than that and get significantly less. I'm kind of in love with this. Uh, that the the only thing for for me that's a problem is that th this one doesn't have a ten key on it. That is true. Yeah. So they actually make a Keychron like the lower level, the the K eight. I think is the ten keyless one. Or tanky one, and that's the one I had. It's a, so it's a larger footprint. Uh, if uh, Keychron's paths is any indication, they will probably come out with a whole bunch of different versions with these new materials, these new features, and things like that. So uh, this, this isn't this exactly keyboard. what you want. Don't spend your money. <laughs> but it's, uh, this. Oh, yeah. I I, I need a moment. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's about to turn this into an X-rated show over a keyboard. Oh, did, <laughs> I, I actually did it have get hot some here? Mine's, mine's right here. 
not sure if this is gonna come through real well, but there's like the the backlight RGB and all the fancy stuff is is uh is here. And this this thing is this thing is a beast. It is uh definitely um definitely uh much more uh much more solid than any of the other keyboards that I have had from uh, from Keychron or any really any other keyboard I've used. And uh it really just feels like a solid premium writing instrument. Um I've I've got the fancy switches and the fancy keycaps on it too because this is how I pay for my shoes. And uh I mm-hmm. I absolutely love the the feel of this keyboard. Now I know this is famous last words and no one's gonna believe me when I say this, but this is such a step up from the previous one that I don't anticipate ever buying another keyboard, even though I am in love with mechanical keyboards uh, and everybody says, you know, you're, you're going to end up with a bunch of them rotate through them, just like you do with your, your pens. I don't want to do that when it comes to typing. I don't want it to feel different every single time I sit down at the computer. And this keyboard is just so much nicer that I immediately, once I started using this and I've had this now since September, I think is when they started shipping these. So a couple of months, uh, no desire to look at, at anything else. Uh, if you are interested at all in the mechanical keyboard hobby, uh, I feel like this is kind of the, the same route you can take with like Bluetooth headphones. You can buy the really cheap ones and those are going to suck. And then you buy a little bit nicer ones and those aren't quite there yet. So you buy a little bit nicer ones. Eventually you just, you end up at the AirPods, uh, pro <laughs> or, or uh, max. Yeah. Or you could just buy those because they're the best and everybody says so and just trust us. You'll save money in the long run. That's what this is for for the mechanical keyboards. I, I always feel inadequate when you talk about pens and keyboards because I just don't have that that fine appreciation of the differences. And I'm I'm kind of jealous that I of you that I don't. But maybe I'm glad I don't, because then I can just be satisfied with the beer and hot dog version that you know comes with the Mac <laughs> and be done with. So, It'll save you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. There is that. So uh, great. I I know I hear some ma- I, from other people like you, and I say this affectionately, Mike. Snobs mm-hmm. about keyboards that you know Keychron just makes some amazing stuff, and maybe. Maybe if I ever had my chance, my hands, my a chance to put my hands on one, maybe it would convert me. I don't know, but for right now, maybe I'm just as happy staying away. Yeah, you know, I mean, the the mechanic the keychron is is kind of a a a gateway drug to the mechanical keyboards, uh, but this one is weird because it's their first premium one. And in my opinion, they could charge twice as much for this and it would still be a bargain, but they just kind of positioned it a little bit higher than their other ones. So it's kind of this weird spot. I wouldn't be surprised if they raise the price in this in the the future, but at $169, I feel like this is a ton of keyboard for your money. Where did you buy it? You have to get it from Keychron directly. I pre-ordered it. And the website at the moment says that it is sold out, but they they restock them. It seems fairly frequently. I don't know if there's a way to tell when they're getting more uh, in stock. It looks like all they've got right now is the the bare bones one. But uh, based on the success of this one and all the rave reviews that it's been getting, I'm sure they are doing everything to mass produce a whole bunch more of these. Yeah, and they have a an option right there on the web page. Notify me when available, so you can spec out the one you want, and you get an email when that one is available. Yep, exactly. Which Jeff just did while Mike was talking. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Even even though it doesn't have the ten key, I still want to know when it's available. <laughs> I can't help myself. Oh. Uh. All right, so does that bring it to me? Wow, for round three already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go a little bit practical this time um, because I want you to be safe as you can be this holiday season, whether you're staying at home or traveling or just, you know, if your idea of traveling is going to the coffee shop. 
Um, if you are going anywhere and you are not on your home Wi-Fi network, and maybe even if you are on your home Wi-Fi network, I think you need a VPN um, because mm-hmm. things are getting more and more dangerous out there. We're hearing more and more about data breaches. In fact, I just logged into a site today and was told that you know my password is, was involved in a data breach. Thank you very much. Um, so you know the VPNs are not going to protect you from that, but they are going to protect you from the man in the middle attacks or somebody setting up a fake uh, Wi-Fi network that looks completely legit but isn't. Uh, now there are a lot of great VPNs out there, and I have I use a couple of them, but the one I'm going to suggest for pretty much everyone um, is ExpressVPN. Uh, because ExpressVPN, you have one account, you sign up for it, and then you can use it on multiple Macs. You can use it on mo- multiple iOS devices. It is brain-dead simple to use. It's basically, you just turn it on or off, and that's it. Um, I find that the performance hit from this VPN is negligible. Um, if, if there's any, I, I barely even notice it. Um, maybe if I, if I ran clock speed tests, I might, but I don't worry about too much and about speed tests i want to know that it feels you know good and i can't say that about about all my vpns um yeah they protect me but if i'm uploading something large to say youtube maybe a back voices show um and i look up and it says it's going to take seven hours to upload i realize oh i'm on the wrong vpn or i'm on a vpn that i shouldn't be and change things over and it uploads in 30 minutes so there's a big difference in this um, you know, it also depends on what you want to do. I encourage anyone to go out and read ExpressVPN's privacy policy or the privacy policy of any VPN you use. Because at the end of the day, you know, you got to trust somebody. And I would rather trust somebody that's in the security business and that I'm paying for. I don't, I, I will steer you clear, and maybe it's a wrong steer, but I will steer you clear of all those holiday deals you see that, you know, get a lifetime VPN for $4. <laughs> No. Yeah. No, don't ever no. do those. No, please don't do those. In fact, for forty dollars, I still, you know, I want to pay it month by month because I want the company to have revenue stream because they need to continue to earn my business. And to do that, they have to remain secure. So I, I full disclosure here, ExpressVPN has sponsored the show uh in the past. They are not now, but I continue to be an ExpressVPN user simply because I really like them and trust them that much, and they, they deliver on what I need from a VPN. So do they offer their own encrypted DNS services? So do you, you point to an ExpressVPN DNS server? Uh, so to that, tell the truth, uh, Mark, I don't know. That's a great question. Let's see if I can answer it real quick. I think they do, Chuck. Do they? Okay. Thanks, Jeff. I, I'm not 100% certain, but I think they do. Yeah. I'm not quite that paranoid. Um, but, um, the reason that the re- one of the big things that sold it for me though, was that one account for all my devices and I'm set one price for all my devices and I'm set no, no bandwidth limitations, no, my, not, doesn't matter how much I'm using or how, how many devices I'm using simultaneously. And that's where some of the others get you a little bit. Uh, one way or another. Oh, okay, so just 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 go back. That's an important point. You can be doing it simultaneously. So you could be downloading something on your Mac while working on an iPad or working on another Mac. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and that you're right. That is an important point. So yeah, so I, I again ExpressVPN. Go and check it out. I think you will uh, you will be happy with it. So that takes are there any le- are there any Sorry. legacy codes that uh, you can share with uh, with people? Uh, let's see. I don't know if my old code works. If they're smart, it does. Yeah. If they're smart, it does. I was just going to say. Yeah, just thinking um, that too. It looks like it does. Well, it would not be a code; it would be a URL, which would be expressvpn.com/slash/macvoices. Um, okay. And I will. I will make sure. Yes, actually. Uh, according to this, um, and I'm going to take it off the website, and, and folks, I'll have a link in the show notes to this, but you get an extra three months free with a 12-month plan, uh, limited time offer for Mac Voices listeners. So if that's still good, great. Go and get three extra months. Um, and I'll, let, I'll you know, you all can figure out which plan you want. 
But okay, yeah. do any, yeah, this this is this may be a little bit of a rat hole, but do any of you guys you know, watch that show uh, Succession? Don't know that. Um, not I'm, yet. Not. Okay. Okay. So it it it's it, it's really great. It's an HBO show. You know about you know the, you know sort of this old geriatric guy, eighty years old, passing on his empire, can't decide to. He has uh, he has a daughter and three sons. One son is completely out of it. You know, <laughs> the two other are you know fighting for it, and the daughter looks like she's a, you know the cleverest of the bunch. But uh, I mean, at one point, you know, <laughs> they were talking about you know acquiring this other company and they were, you know, they were worried about it. And he says, you know, and this is, Oh, well, you know, Mr. Roy, what, you know, you know, what's your favorite Shakespearean quote? And he said his you know, favorite quote is, you know, from Shakespeare's take the effing money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I'm thinking about, you know, in the context of, you know, express VPN, you know, if they're smart, you know, keep the offer code up there and just, Take the effing money. Let all the people come in. You know, <laughs> you know. Don't don't turn it off after the sponsorship ends because you're just not gonna. You're gonna get piss, people pissed off, and you're not gonna get customers. Take the effing money. <laughs> Wisdom from Mark Fuccio for the holidays. Oh no, it's uh, it's from it's from. Uh, no, no, I'm just channeling uh, <laughs> Logan Roy. You know, he's it's it, it's it's a great show. You guys should all watch it. You know, it's just uh, it, it's fabulous. Okay, thank you. I, that's one I did not even know about. Heading it to the list. It's been out there for a couple of years. You know, I I've known about it, but just started watching about you know six weeks ago, and uh, you know binge watched, and now it's you know our weekly drip, you know <laughs> our weekly episode. Yeah, what well, says it's been renewed for season four, so it's doing something right. No question about that. Yes. Okay. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. $5 here, 10 bucks there. Monthly subscriptions often feel like a great deal until you forget about them long after you've forgotten about them. Get your subscriptions under control with Truebill. Truebill helps you discover hidden unwanted subscriptions and cancels them with just one click. Have you signed up for subscriptions that are impossible to cancel? Never pay for an unwanted subscription again with Truebill. Somehow, everything in our lives has turned into a subscription service, from TV channels to the gym to food delivery to your personal care products. These recurring charges add up without you even knowing it. Truebill helps you see all these subscriptions in one place, keep the ones you want, and cancel the ones you don't. Start canceling your unused subscriptions at Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Go right now, Truebill.com slash MacVoices. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to Truebill for their support of MacVoices. All right, guys, so that's three rounds. So now we're into round four, and that means you have to make your final pick. Um, so oh, take your best shot. Jeff Gannon. All right. So um, uh, it's kind of funny that books have come up multiple times in uh, in this episode. And, well, here comes another one. So the book that uh, that I'm bringing is wonderfully fun. Just so much fun. It's Project Hail Mary from Andy Weir. So this is the guy that wrote The Martian. Which I thought was just a, a wonderfully fun book. Really enjoyed it. And then his second book was called Artemis, which is good, but I don't think it's as good as The Martian. And now Hail Mary's been out for several months. And this book, I think, is better than The Martian. And the, the premise of the, of the story, without giving any spoilers, is that uh, that our star, our sun, is dying, and it shouldn't be, and so we have to send a uh, 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 an astronaut out to do this uh, uh, space investigation thing to try and save our star from dying, so that we don't go extinct, and uh, and it is just. Uh, absolutely awesome and it was a really fun read and um 
and uh, uh, there were some there were some places where where something would happen in the story, and I'd immediately think, "Oh, this is going to be, come back later, and it's going to be a big problem." And uh, and, and of course, it did. And uh, and I say that not like oh, it's predictable, but like 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 you could see ahead of time what he was missing, and uh, and they're just wonderful twists and turns. And and every time you think you've got the story figured out, something happens and you realize, nope, I was totally going down the wrong path with where I thought this was headed. It's I I think it's a fantastic book, and it's uh, available on Amazon and uh, and as a Kindle book and the Apple iBook Store, and I believe it's fourteen ninety nine, fourteen dollars ninety nine cents everywhere. Jeff, is then, this, oops, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say. There we go. My lighting just went crazy for a second. Yeah, I thought Fixed I saw it. something. Something flash. Um, yeah, one of my studio lights decided out of the blue to uh, change its temperature and uh, brightness. Jeff, is this technology a, from what you the way you described? This is a a serious science fiction book. It's not like a tongue in cheek. Oh no! It, it's it, it's a serious science fiction book, like like The Martian was. Okay, but you, you know how The Martian had a lot of lighthearted stuff in it because of, you know because of the way the character, the main character acted. There's there's that feel in it also. So you know it's like a serious, tense science fiction story, but it also is lighthearted enough that uh, that you don't end up being like completely emotionally drained and unable to function after each chapter. But what you end up with is being physically drained because you don't want to stop and you just have to keep reading. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed the Martian, um, but I have not looked into any, uh, any of his other books. So this, uh, you know, uh, if you skip Artemis, which is sort of like a uh, mystery thriller story, um, I mean, it was fine, but I don't think you're missing out on that much. But you definitely want to read Project Hail Mary. Okay. One more book on my list to read. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't cost me money, you cost me time, Jeff. Thank you. I'm here for you, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make you buy a key Um I know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Mark Puccio, uh, this is round four, your final pick. What have you got? Okay, so for this, this is something that's free. Oh, don't drop the iPad, my God. Don't, okay, yeah. can, you, can you all see this? So this this is another podcast. This is something- Hey, your that, screen's cracked. It cracked when you dropped it. Oh, wow, that's uh, probably not true, but anyway- <laughs> Lex Friedman, <laughs> Lex Friedman podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was not true. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, y- yes, and the next thing you need is my social security number and credit card in order to fix it, right? <laughs> yes. Don't forget the 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 three digit code on the back of the card, please. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's something that's free, zero dollars. You know, it's uh, distributed through iTunes as probably other places where podcasts are available if there are such things. Uh, Lex Friedman uh, has done a lot of work in robotics. He's had this podcast out there for you know a hell of a long time. I just learned about it earlier this year. And you know, he has fascinating discussions with people in all sorts of fields. Some of the, some of the recent podcasts, he was uh, you know, talking about somebody uh, was talking about the sociology of uh, truckers and what the implication of autonomous trucking vehicles will be, you know, in an in-depth discussion of that. Uh, I had somebody talking about, you know, you know, COVID-19 quick rapid tests and why those are important versus sort of the super high accuracy things people are doing today. Uh, he had Stephen Wolfram talking about his career and, 
that was a really <laughs> that was a very mind blowing, mind opening episode where he was talking about just sort of the nature of you know uh, universe and physics, and you know that uh, consciousness is you know consciousness is, is you know is an outcome of you know how uh, his theories of how the physical universe works. So he has judo people out there. He has you know politicians. Just very fascinating uh, interviews. Uh, Lex, he's a, he has a little bit of a you know, monotone voice, which maybe isn't for everybody. Um, he has sponsors. He groups them all at the start of the episode, so you can you can fast forward them to the start of the show. But no one would ever do that now, would they? <laughs> so uh, if you're really interested in you know, high quality discussions about you know, you know, interesting topics um, or topics you wouldn't even think would be interesting, I would recommend you know, giving you a try. Uh, the episodes are long; they're anywhere from like an hour and a half to you know, to three, three and a half hours. Um, but the good news is, you know, you don't have to listen to all of it. You can fast forward. You you can you know just decide not to listen to the super long you know, episodes. But you know, for you know something that really you know, high quality discussions, you know, talking about you know s- topics in science and technology and society, um, is probably the best podcast I've discovered you know, you know in the in the past couple of years. So it's free where your podcasts are distributed. Excellent. Did Back you to say- you, Master Santa. <laughs> Did you say three three and a half hours? Mark, one of them was like one of them was like three, maybe three and a quarter hours. I'm just rounding up. So wow, um, that's pretty hardcore. That really is. I thought I I thought the hour, hour and a half shows were hardcore. That's that's intense. It it is, and some of them are fascinating, and it's it's worth just booting some of the lesser performing podcasts out of your routine in order. At least I found, in my opinion. Uh, in order to listen to them. So it's um, give it a try. It may not be for everybody, but I think he's huge. I think it has a million and a half or you know, a million point seven uh, subscribers. So, uh, you know, obviously he's tapping into your know, people who want, you know, good quality, you know, content and not, uh, you know, not a, you know, not people dropping the F F word, you know, every other sentence. Excellent, excellent. I I was not aware of that. Um, I will definitely have to go and check that out because even at the three and a half hour thing, if you've got a good interview, you're right. You, you want to keep, you want them to keep going and hear more. So, excellent, excellent. Thank you. Mike Smith made it back for uh, for the fourth round. We had a. I guess he got too excited over his keychron keyboard and just you know. Totally understandable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. I really need is uh, some reliable Wi-Fi routers to be recommended for this gift guide. <laughs> I'm changing my fourth round pick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what have you got to wrap us up, Mike? All right. Uh, I'm going to do a combo, but I think it's going to be uh, significantly less expensive than my last recommendation anyways. Uh, but these two things I feel go very, very well together. So the first part of this is the Elgato stream deck, which is a great tool for anybody who wants to dabble with automation on their Mac. I bought one when it came out cause people were raving about it. Never thought I would actually use it because that's something that, Thing that people who stream like Twitch style use, and that's not me. However, I absolutely love this thing. <laughs> they keep coming out with new things that it integrates with. I've got some key light airs right here, which I can turn on and off with a, a button. I've even got a, a HomeKit enabled um, power strip back here for like these LED lights, which I can turn on and off from the, the stream deck. I can, uh, I've got an a 
Philips Hue light at the top of the stairs, which I turn red when I'm recording. So kids don't just come down. My office is at the bottom of the stairs and make a bunch of noise. There's lots of useful ways that you can use this if you have any other sort of smart home devices. Now, here's the second part of this, which is really the the kicker, I think. There is an app which allows you to control this sort of stuff from your Mac called Home Control Menu for HomeKit. This app is $10, and basically what this allows you to do is create automations for anything inside of the Home app. So if you have the Home app on your Mac, you can go in and you can click the buttons and you can turn the lights on and off and things like that. You cannot automate any of that though. So this app actually creates these URLs which you can plug into the Stream Deck which opens up a ton of other possibilities. So those two things specifically make the home stuff uh, much more automatable, which is really, for me, the, the, the benefit of it when I'm sitting here at my Mac. I don't want to have to go into an app and tap a whole bunch of things. I want to combine all that stuff into like a button that I push on my, my stream deck. And with home control menu, you can do that. So we have our first steal of the year because the Stream Deck was on my list too. So <laughs> got me, Mike. Got me. Good, good steal. Yeah, yeah. I, I and and I like the way you said that you got this to sort of dabble in automation because it it's one of those things that yeah once you start to play with it you know you start to understand a little bit more and you start to see okay beyond just what I can do what simple little thing. I can do the next step and I can do the next step. So, yeah, even yeah. if you buy the little, what is it, the little uh, six key, um, it's a great way to get started. And pretty soon you'll be wanting to get the, the bigger the bigger ones. Well, if you have something that is like an obvious uh, workflow or an obvious automation that you want to create, if you just buy it and I wonder what this can do, you probably will sit there with a bunch of blank buttons for a really long time. That's what I did, <laughs> which is why I, I recommend the app alongside it. Uh, another app that goes well with it is Keyboard Maestro because you can uh, Keyboard Maestro integrates directly with the the Stream Deck software. But um, really, like what this Home Control Menu app does is it opens up all of the things, like all of your hue lights, anything that would show up in your Home app. You can now automate inside of the the stream deck if you grab the url excellent jeff are you using the stream deck for anything no i'm not and that and that's because for the longest time i looked at the stream deck and thought well i'll buy it and i don't know how i plan to use it therefore it will sit unused so uh, I actually saved myself the money, but uh, doing HomeKit automations, for some reason, I hadn't thought about doing that. So um, this show actually is probably really expensive for me. <laughs> Sorry, I need to give a hat tip, by the way, for this app to Jason Snell, who wrote about it for uh, Six Colors. Uh, when he wrote about it, that kind of got me thinking about different ways that I could use it with like the smart HomeKit enabled surge protector that my LED lights are are hooked into and things like that. But uh, I probably would not have stumbled on this myself. So if it, if my use case isn't compelling, Jason's got some good examples in his six colors post on it. Uh, Mike, I think it's funny. For me, it's funny. You have one of your hue lights turn red when you're recording. I have a hue light in the hall outside this door that turns red when I'm recording. I, I have a whole uh, uh, shortcut routine set up that switches all the lights and stops my streaming music from the home pods and red light in the hall. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Sometimes I can hear the basement door open and then everybody go, shh, dad's recording. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, that's a win. <laughs> that's definitely a win. All right. Well, 
I'm going to take a special request from one of our panelists, and I'm going to do a Wi-Fi reliable Wi-Fi router. Um, <laughs> so, Mike, get ready. I'm spending your money. Um, I, I, you know, I, what, this is another one of those categories where there's a lot happening and a lot of great things out there. But I'm still rocking the Eero uh, Wi-Fi routers, and I love them. Mm -hmm. Because it is brain, and, and I'm not a router guy. I mean, if Dave Hamilton were here, he could tell you 25 different ways to configure your router. I want to plug my router in and have it be safe, secure, and good connectivity. And that's what Eero does. Um, the, one of the things I love about the fact that Eero, the way Eero does it is, first of all, you manage your network from your iPhone, your, your iOS app. And I assume they have other apps for Android and all, but I'm always familiar with the iOS app. Second, um, it auto updates itself automatically. So it's never like you have an update, so you have to go shut down your router and, you know, sacrifice the chicken under the full moon and then do the update. It just does it completely seamlessly. The only way you even know it's, it is updated is if you go and check the app. Um, you can manage uh, a, a guest network. You can manage 2.5 versus uh, the other megahertz uh, or gigahertz networks. Um, five gigahertz networks. It is just so simple and easy. If you want to geek around just a little bit, you can, but there's absolutely no need to unless you just want to. Uh, I, I plugged mine in, and now they have the new Aero 6 uh, uh, Wi-Fi routers up. The prices are really good. Um, it, and the, the other beautiful thing is this is a mesh network so that if you have a larger home or if you have a difficult-to-cover place, you can take one of those extenders and plug it into a wall socket somewhere close to where the problem area is, and the problem area just goes away. Um, or if you just have a very limited amount of space in your home, you can just buy the one router and that's it. So you're only paying for what you need. And if you if you pay for one thing and then buy a bigger house or have uh, a larger area you need to cover, then you can buy the extender separately and just add them on and go. Um, so it's it's expandable, it's affordable, and it's great performance. Super easy to set up, super easy to use. And I've, I think I got yeah, I got rid of it when Apple stopped making their routers. That that's when I made the change, and I've never looked back. And I would I've I've, I've recommended them to a number of friends, and I've never heard any come back anybody come back and say anything but great things about it. So the Aero Six routers. There you go. I'm a huge Euro fan too. And uh, I, I like that um, instead of limiting their matter support to just the Euro 6, when they roll out the software update, they're rolling it out for all the Euros. So, uh, I mean, that's awesome. And, uh, and I love that you get little notifications if you want. So I know when a new device has joined my network. And I have the option of uh, of booting it immediately if I want. And uh, I almost booted my Android uh, or my Kindle Fire tablet the other day because it hadn't been on the network for a while. And it popped up. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. Oh, wait, it's me. Um, and uh, and I love that you that if you need to add in some smart device that uh, that completely chokes when you try and set up with a five G or five gigahertz network, you can temporarily disable uh, the five uh, gigahertz part, so it's just two point four, and uh, you just like tap a little button, and fifteen minutes later, your five gigahertz turns back on. It's it's really well done. I I'm a big Euro fan. I actually have Euros, but not the new ones. Uh, the issue I was having, I think, is ISP related. But I love the Euro app as well. I like the guest network feature. So when people come yeah. over, they don't all join your network. You can grant them temporary access to a guest network and control what they can <laughs> get into. <laughs> oh darn! So I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I just say, you know, just keep it short and sweet. You know. Have Euro fives happy with them. Don't have much more to add to what Chuck and Jeff has said in detail. Well, then that means we're all running Euros and we're all happy with them. So that's a that, that's a trifecta to end this uh, this Mac Voices gift guide. Nice guy, nice job, guys. 
I think everybody cost at least one of the panels money. I know um, I'm a, I've been a victim, so I hope all the folks out there are too. <laughs> um, the economy needs stimulated folks. Go forth and and gift. Um, so let's go around the table, find out where these folks can be contacted if you want to tell talk to them about their picks or maybe give them some of your own. Jeff, what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, I'm so easy to find. I'm like, uh, Google me. You can find me. But social media, uh, Jay Gamut on Twitter and Instagram. My YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Jay Gamut. Uh, podcasts, Tuesdays, Mac Voices Live. Thursdays, The Big Show. Fridays, The Mac Show. And uh, uh, other shows. I, I do a lot. And I realized I probably shouldn't start buying all this stuff that that uh, I fell in love with from uh, this episode because we are coming up on the holiday season and I should give other people the opportunity to buy me presents first. That's very, very generous of you, Jeff. Uh, you know, I, I, I've got a big heart like that. Yeah. <laughs> Good to have you. Thanks so much. It's always fun. Oh. Mark Fuccio, where can uh, folks talk to you about your picks? Easiest way to find me is on Twitter at Mark Fuccio, M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O, or LinkedIn, Mark Fuccio. Or you can find him hanging out in virology labs, taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here, Mark. I can send you some photos. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not sure I want them. <laughs> Mike Schmitz, where can folks uh, connect with you? Uh, MikeSchmitz.com will get you to all my stuff on Twitter. I am underscore Mike Schmitz. And the place that I write about Apple-related things is thesweetsetup.com. Excellent. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. Gentlemen, I hope you have a terrific holiday season. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, it's always a, a pleasure every year. It's one of my favorite things. So I'm glad you were able to make it this year. Folks, I'm Chuck yep. Joyner. This is Mac Voices. Uh, we will have more gift guide shows coming up. Just to reiterate what I said at the top of the show, you can find the links to all the gifts, not only in the show notes of this episode, um, but we also will be publishing a master list on the Mac Voices website. And uh, we are creating a Flipboard magazine of all the gifts as well. So we've got multiple ways for you to access them, browse through them, and help uh, solve some of your holiday gift-giving issues. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by BackBeat Media at BackBeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by CashFly at CashFly.com.